0: okay welcome back all of you honey enthusiasts to the fifth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in october we'd lovingly call the halloween screamathon i am your host otis and tonight i am joined with the spooky movie squad joined by joined by joined by yeah and i'm joined by spooky movie squad and that squad consists of katie hi emma hey and mike oh bother indeed
1: oh indeed.
0: i was wondering who'd do it first <laughs> so so sit back and relax enjoy our review of the 2023 british independent slasher film winnie the pooh blood and honey we'll be friends forever won't we Piglet actually said that in one of the stories hit that music <laughs> everyone this is episode 23 of the illustrious beautiful awesome fifth annual halloween scream a-thon and we have seen trailers pictures conceptual art of this slasher film based on the winnie the pooh series now for the uninitiated if you don't know what winnie the pooh is it is a character uh, also known as edward bear pooh bear or simply pooh now i looked up why he is called pooh or Winnie the Pooh, she, the original bear, yes, was a female. I think this Pooh's a dude, like the voice. But yes, yes, the bear that it's based off of, a real bear at the London Zoo. So, the Pooh is actually the sound that Pooh makes if, like, a fly would land on his nose. And that was probably it. Was from one of the paragraphs from like one of the first stories. So he's a pooh. I don't know what the fuck a poo is, but it is just a stuffed toy that comes to life when one Christopher Robin, a wee little child, comes to hundred acre wood, actually based off of 500 acre wood a place in London. and they just have adventures. Uh, sometimes Christopher Robin isn't there and Winnie Winnie the Pooh and tigger and owl and rabbit and everybody else, they just have their own misadventures, depending on who is writing for Winnie the Pooh. You either get a lovable dum-dum, or you get just a hungry dum-dum, <laughs> or you get uh, just some type of poo that just likes, doesn't like causing problems, but is very much the linchpin of all the problems that happen in town. So, uh, yeah, it's a very, very awesome and cute book series. And in 1961, Walt Disney Company, they licensed and got the rights uh, for Winnie the Pooh stories from A.A. Milne. And they adapted the Pooh stories and they unhyphened the name because it's like Winnie dash the dash Pooh to just Winnie the Pooh. So it's weird. Now, you someone out there is like, but if Disney owns it, how did someone make a slasher film about Winnie the Pooh? So that all comes up because of, what's the word? Public domain. Thank you. So public domain. Now, what comes of that is if Katie created something, like uh, what's uh, Bella the Crazy Cat, and it's Bella and she's got a red scarf and she rides a skateboard now after what 60 years 80 years
2: Uh, i don't know
0: a long time that idea is just kind of free out in the world uh peter pan is one that's just kind of out in the world but people people don't getting shit versions yes but then the a lot of the money from those movies go back to the what the hospital right it's It's like charity so uh, keep making shitty ones so that money goes back to the orphanage
3: but Um, so the it's 95 years after publication and 70 years after the death of the author
0: okay so you'll see a lot more of this because a lot of the really cool ideas out in the world uh was a hot minute ago and those people don't stay alive forever so that's why what next year or the year after um uh, Mickey Mouse it's, but it's but no, it's, it's it's
2: it already happened. Mickey Mouse's 90th birthday happened in uh 2019.
0: So you can make a Mickey Mouse cartoon but it has to be the shirtless Mickey, right? It can't be yeah. red shorts.
2: It has to be specifically like
0: oh the steamboat willie.
2: Steamboat yeah. Willie.
0: Yeah. And when the years go by, well Disney will make absolutely stop you from doing their Mickey.
2: Well, if it's 70 years after the person who created it died, then technically they still have another, what is it? 13 years for Walt Disney's death. So I don't know how people are getting around the Mickey Mouse
0: thing. Yeah. I think it's like specific, but it's, so that's the way. So if Katie created, you know, Bella, the cool cat, you know, 70, 80 years later, I can make Bella the cool cat, but I can't have a red scarf and I can't have her on a skateboard. She's riding a bike now and she's got a cool eyeglass. It's still the same, but different, you know, and this is how they get around (laughs) the idea that Winnie the Pooh would murder anybody, even hold a weapon in his hand. Though there is a one story where he's like in what sleeping outfit he's got a shotgun but it's like a pop gun and he's ready to blast somebody.
2: Oh yeah, there's many of them where they're playing with a little pop gun.
0: <laughs> so the Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey this horror movie, it follows Pooh and Piglet, his best friend, well one of his best friends, and uh, they have become feral and bloodthirsty because Christopher Robin left them and never came back. What an asshole. So it's just the Misadventures of Christopher Robin and a group of young college women fighting for their lives and a group of older dudes that are ready to fight. And it's just the misadventures of everybody trying to fight a gigantic, I don't know, seven-foot man-shaped bear? <laughs> and a, I don't know, five, six-foot fucking wild boar? So, it it's an absurd story. So, Emma, what did you think about Winnie the Pooh, Blood, and Honey? So... I had
1: feelings about this movie and, and I felt them while I watched this movie. And while I watched this movie, my feelings were felt. Um, I did not hate this movie at all. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Caveat, it is not a phenomenal movie by any stretch of the means. It is independent to a T. But it was awesome and I had a really fun time with it because it didn't suck like I thought it was going to so that was very shocking to me that I actually like I was on the phone with Micah while I was finishing up one part of it and he was getting like the live reactions of me and I was like oh my god what the fuck (laughs) it was great Micah?
3: I don't know. I kind of almost don't want to admit how much I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> like I don't know if it's just because it's Winnie the Pooh and Piglet in some weird fucked up horror way. But yeah, I liked this movie.
1: I did it wish was... that it had more Owl and Rabbit though.
3: Oh, I thought I thought at any any trigger. moment like Rabbit was going to bur- burrow up from the ground or I'm Owl was going to swoop in and like <laughs> scoop one of them out and fly away with them. Um, but no, I, yeah, it was very reminiscent of, like, The Hills Have Eyes or uh, fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but British version.
1: When Mike <laughs> told me that on the phone, I was like, The Hundred Acre Hills have Christopher Robbins abandoned friends.
3: <laughs> Chainsaw. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I don't know. Should I be ashamed at how much I enjoyed this movie? I, I I don't know. Like Emma, I felt feelings about having viewed what was definitely a movie with a sequel <laughs> on the way. <laughs> so hooray, Katie.
2: I really liked this movie. Yeah. Like a lot. Um, I'm sure part of it is the nostalgia that I feel towards Winnie the Pooh and... Mm-hmm. My love for the Disney Winnie the Pooh definitely played into my enjoyment of this film um, because of a lot of different things that I'll talk about later. But I really liked it. Like, fucking random animal um, human characters just going on a rampage is hilarious to me. Absolutely. And this movie was so gory and perfect and they did a really good job at making uh poo and piglet like very similar to like a michael or a jason like they don't say any words they just stomp around and murder folks and honestly that's all i needed it was good the only like serious problem i had with this film was the lack of a character that i cared about yeah like christopher robin was there and i cared about him but then there's like this big chunk of the film where you're focusing on these college girls and there's no tie like they never they don't ever build enough of a love for these girls to give a fuck if they live or die
3: sorry i I do have one thing to add i almost feel like i wish the movie had just been the animation at the beginning with like the hand drawn like
1: like salad fingers i'm
3: sorry but not everything has to be live action i almost wanted it to be animated just
1: i did love that opening that opening sequence
3: was was really dark and twisted and reminded me of like old youtube like early
0: thousands youtube my
1: anus is bleeding
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I like this movie a lot. Now, it's not perfect, just like Katie said. There were a lot of issues with this film. I wouldn't have minded more Hundred Acre Wood stuff. You know, they dipped into the place and then they kind of left. And sometimes I'm fine with a movie full of characters that I don't care about. Anytime you watch Friday the 13th movie, there's full chalk full of people you give no shits about. It just happens like that because you're here for the kills. And with this movie, you get a lot of kills. Now, I don't know. Maybe I was in the mood that I kind of wanted to care about somebody. And Christopher Robin, yes, but there wasn't enough of him. Now, obviously, this movie, spoilers, did really, really good. And a sequel and a shared universe... Is on its way now. When I say shared universe, I mean that Bambi, Peter Pan, and their other characters that they want to do. You can make a film about Thor and not be the Thor that we see in Disney. You can make a story about Thor, and they're aiming for Teletubbies and Ninja Turtles. They're A killer teletubbies movie would be Wait, Ninja
3: Turtles is already in public domain. Is it it that old? Getting
0: there. I think I think that's the thing. It's like a specific version of the Ninja Turtles. Because they change every like three years.
2: I was like, Ninja Turtles isn't that old. Neither is Teletubbies. But I'm here for it. It's
0: all the way to King.
2: Murderous Teletubbies sound fucking great. They are already creepy
0: as shit. They're aliens. They they came down and they're kidnapping people and eating them and stuff the smiling
1: you know? sun child that just goes kill them all
0: yeah <laughs> but i really dig this movie there's a reason you don't see tigger because tigger is actually i don't know if the version is a disney creation now there was a tigger in the stories but it, it was a lot of it would have been a lot more work for them to get tigger in but now owl and tigger are going to pop up in the next movie and i think rabbit also gopher can't be in these movies because that is a Disney made character for it. And I like Gopher a lot. He's got that cool like lisp wisp. Yeah. Yeah, the oh, with the the whistle lisp. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. So I am enjoying this. What is it? What's the word? Renaissance of children franchises being turned into horror movies. We watched the Banana Splits movie, and that was pretty damn fun. We have not watched it yet, but the mean one, and that's based off of the Grinch. And what if the Grinch was actually a murderous son of a bitch as he is, you know, stealing Christmas? Now, um, it's fun. I am down for this because a lot of these ideas, like I said, are becoming public domain. Anybody can do anything with them. If you got a good idea, hope you got the money. <laughs> Go for it. We'll talk about the issues with this film later. And it makes sense. This is an independent film. So they took some shortcuts with things there are scenes that don't finish because they didn't have the money for it i enjoyed the animated scene but it makes me think that they didn't have the energy time or money to actually do that scene live action and that's like i said it's fine with me me. Uh, collisions don't happen on screen you hear a sound and it's just already happened like i said a lot of independent early things to do like i said they they i believe they filmed this uh, movie in 10 days in a forest in east sussex england so they didn't have time for all that crazy stuff but i would give this movie a shot so it is on peacock and it runs for 84 minutes the credits were like 10 minutes of the movie so i was very confused when it stopped and i was like damn are there are like 12 minutes left and i was like oh it's all credits I didn't wait till the end to see if there was anything else. I don't think I there skipped was.
2: forward through it. And there was nothing. Yeah,
0: there's nothing. I like I said I give it a shot, and it's British as fuck. So I that surprised me, but it didn't surprise me uh, that much because Winnie the Pooh is British as fuck. You know the Disney one isn't really. I think the narrator's British, right? Yeah, but all the characters, no one has. I think rabbits got an accent.
3: Although I really wish they would do a sequel of- to the 2011 one. The last oh movie that came out was fucking great. It's, it's a like fucking banger.
1: Ferguson is Owl.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that one's awesome.
1: Zoe
2: Deschanel does the song for that one, right? Yes, exactly, she does.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, I've
0: yeah. heard the song. Someone's played it for me. I
2: want a sequel to Christopher Robin. That movie was fire. Ewan McGregor as adult Christopher Robin. It was very much like a hook situation and it was beautiful
0: oh uh in development there is a movie called just christopher robin. It's the working title but they got to change it obviously it's an r-rated live action hybrid series featuring middle aged drugged up christopher robin traveling back to hundred acre wood so i think he's uh kind of like a ted situation he's he's not doing good so he goes back to talk to his friends and so... they're
2: for sure gonna have to change that disney get out of him
3: I feel like they did that on
0: on uh, Family Guy. Right. I feel like there's a Family Guy cut for that. Yeah, there's most definitely a. I, I've seen that before, but uh, it, like I said, there are tons of ideas for this still coming out to this day. Apparently, in 2022, there's a book called "The Call of Puthulu," and it's an anthology of Lovecraftian horror short stories set in the Winnie the Pooh universe. So <laughs> uh, that's a mess. <laughs> So we'll we'll get through this story pretty quick. It's uh it it very much follows the skeleton of a Friday the 13th movie, a Halloween movie, uh the silent killer. I was going to say protagonist the antagonist is just uh, I don't know, like a natural disaster heading one direction causing destruction everywhere and then someone has to try to stop it. Let's see if anybody can stop Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. So we have a little bit of a what's the word. So it's always one of the ways you can start a horror movie. You jump back a couple of years and you you can explain stuff, show somebody that doesn't mean anything and they die or just kind of do a hybrid. In this one, they explain Winnie the Pooh and the whole story and his relationship with the animals in Hundred Acre Wood. Now, they take a dark angle with this because it's all like, oh, it's a it's a bear and Christopher Robin is friends with all the animals there. They go a realistic angle and it's like well Christopher Robin he met and made friends with all these anthropomorphic creatures in the woods and you say it a certain way you're like oh that's creepy as shit so he met an owl rabbit eeyore piglet and Winnie the Pooh in this in these woods and he fed them and became friends with them and then when he got older they didn't really grow it seems but then he left to you know grow up and go to college and when he wasn't there they got pissed off and they ate Eeyore because they were hungry. So he was keeping them alive by feeding them. These things ain't natural. They ain't right. And Christopher Robin kept them alive. And so after after eating Eeyore, they have a hatred for humanity because the one friend they made left them to die. And so they become feral and they vow to never speak again. And they're ready to kill. So I enjoyed that angle to it because, realistically, it's just a little kid in the woods talking to weird stuff. And those weird things didn't kill him. He was just friends with him. And what happens if you don't come back? It's, just, it, it's a really cool angle to it. So we meet up with Christopher Robin five years later. He's an adult, and he brought his wife to <laughs> Wood. Uh I didn't understand why he had to come back. But he was saying like, "Hey, I don't want you to think I'm crazy, so I'm going to show you these like magical woods and these like talking animals that I was friends with when I was a kid." And his wife's like, "That doesn't that, that don't sound right." And he's like, "It's real. I'm going to show you. They're cool." So they head into the wood, and it's all dilapidated. And it's nasty looking, and there's a RIP Eeyore sign. <laughs> oh. A little headstone. Yeah, it's a mess. Uh, they can't find anybody, and he's, like, calling for Pooh, Piglet, you know, rabbit, calling for everybody. Can't find any of his friends. They head into the home. I guess it was, like, their clubhouse, and someone comes in, but then the wife is, like, we need to hide. I don't want to be out when this whatever's walking up comes up to us. They hide in for, I don't know, at least an hour. They're just sitting quietly. As the thing sleeps, they creep off, and then they meet Piglet. Man, this piglet's got kind of a buff. He's got big tusks. And he chokes out Mary, his wife. Uh, she's dead. <laughs> Christopher Robin is losing his mind. And he finds Pooh. And he tells him, like, well, I don't know what's wrong with Piglet, but he killed my wife. We gotta do something. And Pooh just looks at him. and Just gets closer and closer. And Christopher Robin realizes that uh, Pooh ain't right either. And then Pooh and Piglet drag Christopher Robin into the woods. Now, the next scene, we get it in animated form and the second it happened i was like oh i'm fucking for it man um they show christopher yours skeleton like hey did, see we did this you made us do it you know and then they burn mary's corpse <laughs> and uh yeah Christopher robin he's uh yeah he's going to jail now <laughs> animal jail so some time goes by i won't really get a Time, you know, how much, but we meet up with some university students and they rent a cabin in a hundred acre wood. Um, there was when the credits hit, there were some newspapers, so it seemed like people have gone missing in these woods and it's a,
2: a lot. known issue. A lot of people have gone missing, there were like not just uh, newspapers, but there was radio reports yeah. and TV reports of people going missing or them finding just, like, bodies in the woods. It,
3: yeah. it would have been cool if they had tried to alter those voices, but it was just the same thing on repeat over and over and over again in the background, which, I mean, it was cool and all, but, like, they needed different cuts or different edits or different details that were, like, being revealed or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's So it, this It's a scary place to be and probably why these girls were able to get this house so cheap <laughs> because no one wants to fucking be in these woods. So uh, there is a, what is it? A side story to it. And I enjoyed it, but it didn't go anywhere. I guess they met the ultimate stalker, but they didn't go deeper into it. But uh, we find out that, was it Laura, right? laura's the one that had the stalker
2: i can't remember yeah. which one
0: so laura she is dealing with a stalker and boy howdy this dude got in her house like multiple times and was trying to take off her shirt he's like i want to see them boobies and so she screams and scoots off so she's trying to i don't know pick up the pieces after all of that stuff so she's in the woods with her friends trying to i don't know feel better about everything so we meet up with Tina, one friend that got lost, and she is just balls deep in the 100 Acre Wood right now, and boy howdy, Pooh is just down the street walking by, he's like, hey, I don't like you, and starts chasing her down. There's no, no reason why he's just Pooh like-
1: looking it, too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah full sprint.
1: <laughs> Pooh was so mad she was there. She was no fluff and stuff. That guy was like a marathon runner.
0: She didn't even do anything bad. She was just there. Her Her only crime was she got out of a car. So uh, Pooh catches up to her in some, like, warehouse. And then uh, as they're struggling, her shirt comes off. And then she gets put into the wood chipper. And boy, howdy, she got juiced. Or chipped? Yeah, she got chipped. It was rough. So we see that Winnie the Pooh has locked down Christopher Robin, had him chained up shirtless skin is all jacked up on his face and he's he's beating the shit out of him and Pooh has himself a little bit of a, a vietnam flashback to the good times christopher robin was a was a beautiful nice little child and then he like has to fight off these urges to be good again and then he beats the shit out of christopher robin with eeyore's tail just whips him whips him real good and then just showers actually has a shower head hooked up and just pours his wife's blood all over him. Winnie the Pooh is a bad motherfucker in this movie. And then, oh, then he takes the skeleton of Mary and just props it up. And he's like, yep. And just walks away real quick. Uh, it's bad. This is a bad person. And uh he's really pissed off at this guy. So as night comes down, uh, we see that Laura, she is in the hot tub taking pictures as you do in the hot tub, and they sneak up on her, and they, like, snatch her up, and then they tie her up in the street and slowly run over her head with the car. Now, there is side stories to this movie. Every couple or person has something that they're doing, but it's not really that integral to anything. Uh, Two of the ladies are in a couple, and that's just kind of it. There's not a lot that's given to this. Like and I
2: said, not enough backstory to like yeah. connect me to any of the characters. I was
0: kind of disappointed. Oh. If you give me something, like, well, okay, go give me some more, but then they don't get enough time because they're fighting for their life. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's fine. I didn't really want to know about them anyway. <laughs> um, it, as Laura gets her head mushed, uh, the piglet comes into the cabin. And then these girls, this part of the movie is very much a run, get attacked, try to fight back scream maybe die and zoe she goes down maria and jessica they see that alice is getting like taken away and they go to rescue her there are multiple scenes where Pooh bear has people held down and he was like eating honey in one scene and then he was just like letting it ooze onto someone's face uh it's like i said winnie the pooh is creepy as shit in this movie it's actually pretty awesome so in the treehouse hooray they find christopher robin he's fucked up but he ain't dead and they free him
1: that was a major relief because i that was a plot point for me that i had a problem with up until this point where it was the first five minutes of the movie and oh look christopher robin and then he was gone and i was like i'm sorry why the fuck did you kill off christopher robin in like two seconds yeah same (laughs) I'm oh, but gl- first of all, you're dead to me. <laughs> and then when he showed up, I was like, oh, good. Never mind. You are redeemed.
0: I'm glad he didn't die. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they find another hostage. Hooray. Man, she looks fucked up. And her husband died. So she wants revenge. Uh-oh. She got a gun. Oh, good. Uh, she don't really check it or anything like that. And she calls Piglet out. She wants to fight. Uh, the gun doesn't shoot. You know, it happens. And uh, Piglet just jumps on her. Actually, Pooh holds her down and pours honey on her. And then Piglet just <laughs> nah, 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 eats that face off. Uh, Boy, howdy. Uh, Pooh chases down two of the girls into the woods, but one girl stays behind and beats the shit out of Piglet. And she gets revenge for all the girls that went down. And she apparently kills him. We'll see if he pops up in the next movie. I have a feeling that They ain't right. They ain't normal. So maybe you can't kill them. I don't know. But Pooh comes back and stabs her in the mouth with a knife. Like, I literally stabs her in the mouth with a knife. The end of her. So the two girls, they run by, and a group of men are just there. Like, what's wrong with y'all? What what all this then? And then they see Pooh Bear standing in the middle of the street. And they're like, hey, man, you leave those girls alone. We'll kick your ass. And Pooh just keeps walking. Uh, They proceed to beat the shit out of Pooh Bear. Uh, The dude with the champagne bottle, I was waiting on him to just do anything, and he waited to the end, and blackow! Hit him in the back of the head, and I was very happy with that. Uh, And then Pooh just kills them all. Very much like Halloween 2. Evil dies tonight. It does not. Everybody goes down. So, later on, uh, Maria, she's in a car, and Pooh, like, gets onto the car. He's on the windshield, and then She wakes up after a crash and Pooh cuts off the other girl's head, Jessica, and almost kills Maria. And then Christopher Robin comes back. Hooray. And he crushes Pooh in between two cars. It should be over. That should be game over at that point, but it ain't. And then Pooh gets free and holds Maria up with his knife. And then Christopher is like, please, Pooh, you don't want to kill her. You You kill everybody else. Kill me. You're the one. I'm the one that you want. I will come back to the hundred acre woods with you and we'll just live forever. Just don't kill her. And then Pooh finally breaks his vow of silence and says, you left. And then slits Maria's throat. Fuck. (laughs) Uh, She dies in his arms. And then Christopher Robin scoots off. Uh, He's finally, finally understands that Winnie the Pooh cannot be saved. It is a terrible, terrible monster. That that's the end of the movie. uh Very much set up for part two. What I think is going to happen, just like a hatchet situation. Part two will continue right after this, and Christopher Robin will be trying to get help because Winnie the Pooh, this giant bear, is out in the woods, and no one's going to believe him. And then uh, Pooh just mows through him, and then obviously he's going to call for help, and then we're going to see the other animals in the wood killing people. So I'm all for it. Please give it to me. Stick it in my veins. So, Emma, who was your favorite character in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? The true to
1: trope feel. So, the fact that it felt like a legitimate scary movie. Like, I loved that. That it wasn't specifically campy and that it wasn't specifically serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it felt so true to every horror trope. Like, the bad guy rips off some chick's shirt for no reason and automatically she has no bra. Like, okay. And...
3: That was wild.
1: It was. And (laughs) the fact that it was Pooh Bear made it even funnier. I'm like, Pooh Bear was like, damn titties, let's go! But, yeah, that was my, my favorite character was the true-to-trope feel. So, Micah.
3: Uh, I'm going to go with the chick that uh, smashes Piglet's head in. She was kind of the only one that, like, fought back and, like, chained that bitch up and then was just like, yeah, you're done for, bitch. Yeah. And then on the last swing, Pooh Bear comes in and just na- literally nails her to the wall. Just a pretty awesome. epic way to go out to throw some fists in the middle of that action. Right. I can't remember her name i tried looking it up but looking at all the standard issues, is it it alice okay yeah so i'll go i'll go with her because that was a pretty pretty fucking cool moment katie
2: my favorite character was christopher robin even though this movie lacked him a lot um i liked at the beginning he was just trying to show his wife like hey these are my friends from when i was a kid and then at the end he immediately was like no fuck these dudes like I got to get the fuck out of here. We got to save everybody and leave. Um, Yeah. And he was the only one you had a connection to throughout the film. Like nobody else had anything worth, not worth saving, I guess, but that made you care about them.
0: If I'm not choosing Christopher Robin, it's because I'm choosing Winnie the Pooh. This dude held the grudgiest of grudges he's like that son of a bitch left if he comes back i'm gonna kill him Eddie, <laughs> i'm gonna kill him uh they could easily make another friend but he was like we were supposed to be friends at the end just like chucky and you know
2: this is the end asshole yeah you know,
0: <laughs> um yeah i i never got that why there wasn't another kid maybe they could do something like that with winnie the pooh later like you know kid stories like Oh, Christopher Robin got older, and time went by, and then some new kid came to the woods. But I think it's all in Christopher Robin's head. I think that's the whole thing, right? It's his well, imagination.
2: In, in, kind of in the story, they're his pet. They're his stuffed animals.
0: Yeah. So, yeah,
2: it's not like Andy's toys that are like, you know, plastic and gonna last forever. They're like his stuffed animals that come to that he is imagining come to life.
0: Yeah. But uh, even with, you know, some caveats, I loved Winnie the Pooh in this movie, and I I want more. I I want more in this world. So, Emma, who is your least favorite character?
1: The stalker? Yeah. Gross. Otherwise, everybody else played their parts, like, the way that they should have. I mean, I guess Christopher Robin's wife. I appreciate that she was there for him, but she was still kind of condescending about it, so... I mean if i had to but no that stalker guy was don't be a stalker don't be yeah, shitty don't go in yeah. people's pauses gross micah
3: i'm gonna go with the beer bottle wielding
1: hillbillies. hillbilly
3: hillbilly <laughs> <laughs> hillbillies because most of them had like legitimate weapons but this guy just just really could not put down his beer and that's probably why he got his face torn off yeah, Hoover took one swipe and his face went. See ya.
1: You are not wrong. And then he
3: ran to the car and like I don't know, died, passed <laughs> out. I don't know. He just kind of fell.
1: Insert <laughs> question mark. Here. But I just
3: I just love that all the guys are are you know with the like taking him out at the knees with a baseball bat and you know shanking him with the the crowbar and up he comes and just smashes him in the head with a beer bottle. Like, what the fuck dude come on have a better imagination than that maybe
2: mine were the hillbillies uh the stalker was bad too but the hillbillies as a whole um all four of them five of them however many there were in that truck because these girls came running out of the woods scared out of their minds screaming we need to leave let us into the truck let us go let us go and they fucking ran their jaws for five minutes what's wrong what's going on what's wrong not yeah get in let's fucking go like they could have been being chased by a grizzly bear like y'all don't know these women came running out scared out of their fucking minds and were like let's fucking go and y'all were just like but honey it'll be okay we'll protect you it's fine (laughs) and then they all proceeded to get their ass handed to them by a dude in a bear mask Or (laughs) this fucking Winnie the Pooh
1: bitch. And yellow kitchen gloves.
2: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) All you had to do was get in the fucking truck. Like, let the ladies into the back of the truck. And then wheel your... Turn around and wheel yourselves out of this fucking forest. Yep. And instead, y'all were just like, Oh, but what can we do to help? How can... We're gonna fight it. It's fine. We'll be okay. Bitch, no. Trust me when I say you won't. Just fucking leave.
0: My... At least favorite characters and i feel bad because they were in like the majority of the movie unfortunately uh were the girls i didn't get enough from them and like i said it, it's a fine line of your canon cannon fodder there's no real main character here and then to the point of like fuck man i don't even really know their names like give me something more like sure they were all in college one had a stalker issue i thought that was cool that they brought up that was kind of it. And I, I just didn't care about him. I really didn't care about him. And then they died, and I was like, oh, okay. and Christopher Robin popped up. And I was like, fuck yeah, the real hero of this movie. Let's go. And, you know, I just wish there were more of him. But in the sequel, most definitely there will be more of him because he's past the point of trying to care about Winnie the Pooh. This is very much a, that, th- that thing's a monster. We need to kill yeah. it. So I am pumped for part two. Just like uh Mary Beth in in Hatchet, man. The first one she just was trying to survive. And the second one, she's like, I'm going back and I'm kill that fucking thing. I'm like, yeah, kill it. <laughs> and then, you know, four more, more movies go by and she don't kill it. But that's say lovey, you know? So let's do seven-word synopsis. I have three of them. My first one was Wood Chipper and Titties. Odd but satisfying combo. And then movie had amazing intro got me hype. It really did. I was this is like ghost shit man i was like fuck that was really good let's let's keep keep up the energy people and then movie had problems but i want more i absolutely want the sequel i need it i need more in this world i need to understand what the hell that thing is because obviously they said it ain't right and chris robin was just a kid and he didn't see how dangerous that thing was when he was growing up I what the fuck is Winnie the Pooh? You know what I mean? (laughs) So maybe they'll explain what it is. Maybe it's a spirit. I don't know. Katie?
2: I have five of them because this movie was just... It was so much. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My first one. Dedication to source material details is beautiful. In the first, like, 10 minutes of this movie, they spent so much effort to show you all the details of the hundred acre wood and the area where pooh and piglet and christopher robin and all the friends used to play and there's all these little tiny nods to different things from the different stories throughout the the books of winnie the pooh and it was fucking great like so much attention to detail to the things that were important to the story and then My second one. Opening narration and animation instantly hooked me. I think everyone's kind of in agreement with this on this point. It was so good. Number three. LOL. These boots were made for stalking. (laughs) (laughs) The stalker that one of the girls had was literally wearing the biggest fucking work boots that were somehow just silent as he walked through her house and, like, was trying to undress her while she slept. And all I could think of was, like, how the fuck are you quiet in these boots? (laughs) Uh, My next one, whatever happened to Rabbit and Owl? Which I hope we find out in the next one. Soon. Yep. Yes. And then my last one, that smell, someplace... Something, 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 something. (laughs) Watch this movie with fucking subtitles so you can hear the weird-ass song that happens in Pooh's little murder garage because it is (laughs) wild. (laughs) Micah.
3: No witnesses in the Hundred Acre Woods.
1: Yeah. Creepy.
3: Head trauma caused Pooh causes head trauma. I feel like most of the deaths that Pooh caused were all head-related. Like, he was swinging for people's heads. He was heads. cutting
1: them off, slicing them open, hitting them super Running them over
3: with a fucking car.
1: Yep. So I'll teach you to fuck right. with my brain.
3: I'm super ethereal, guys. I thaw man-bear pig. <laughs> 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 and like I said earlier, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 100 Acre Woods Edition.
1: okay i have ditched childhood imagination comes back to haunt standard narrator voice disturbing and deadly twist and then my two mostly alliterative synopsis hundred acre haphazard honey jars herald horrific harbingers and then christopher's cannibalistic classic kids
0: catastrophic killer characters so this film released January 26, 2023, in Mexico. Go figure. And then March tenth, twenty 2023, in the United Kingdom. And Lord knows when it popped up here. But what do you guys think the budget for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, was Emma? 10 dollars dues. Katie?
2: uh, $500-y dinks.
0: <laughs> Micah?
3: You know what? I'm going to highball this one. I'm going to say 20 pounds. <laughs> do, dollary pounds.
0: do uh oh what's, what's a? We need to make a British one.
2: It's pounds.
0: Dollary pounds.
2: Okay. Dollar euros.
1: Yeah. Dollar
0: euros. Dollar euros. So the budget for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey was 100000 dollary dinks
3: god damn they did a lot with a little hole so
0: yeah
3: they
2: did so much with that hundred thousand that's wild
1: that's why they were yellow dishwashing gloves
0: yeah (laughs) remember we've seen multiple movies that do this the first grave encounters man that was a sandwich and a handshake and they did so much work with it hopefully with the next one they don't go too crazy because uh, they're gonna get they're gonna get good money for the next one to do it. I just hope they don't fuck around and add CG or too much. You know, keep, just keep I, it nice and simple.
2: I don't think the next one needs CG. I do think the next one needs to spend more money on Pooh's overall look.
0: Yes, uh, like
2: there were points. it will get
0: updated. Well,
2: there were points when Pooh would like get hurt. Like, they would do something to Pooh, and, like, the pillow that they had in his overalls to make him look, like, fat, like Pooh Bear would just, like, shift weird, like it wasn't his stomach. (laughs) And then, like, his gloves were very clearly, like, yellow rubber kitchen gloves, and that mask was just, like that mask yeah. was a mess so that you, the
1: the thing with pooh bear like scooping the honey and trying to put it into his mask yeah i was laughing yeah. so hard because it was like the the kitchen gloves were all stuck and then it was like yeah not yeah. working so i don't think like the
2: overall rest of the film necessarily needed a lot of updates because the kills were great the all the scenery and like the props and stuff were great i just think the masks like the overall look of poo could be better like with more money thrown at it
0: absolutely yeah so what do you guys think the box office was emma two dollar dollar dollarios katie
2: i went real high and said 25
0: dollarios micah
3: 17 (laughs) dollarios
0: uh the closest to the pen without going over the box office was $5.2 dues. Now, you guys were all on the same page, same mindset that just made a lot. I said it, I said it just like that, too. Uh, a hundred thousand bucks, you made five million dollars. fuck You're getting another one, uh, instantly. I think when this one was releasing, they were like, Oh, yeah, you're getting a sequel. So uh, we'll see. It
2: made 52 times its budget, yeah
0: wild and cheap cheap as balls man uh i am so happy thumbs up to the writer director and producer of this film and editor of this film uh
2: hyphen it out here
0: reese frake frake yeah reese frake waterfield uh this this guy did a lot of work i'm very very proud keep it up man keep it up and he has tons of ideas he wants to make a universe of stories, characters and change them up bend it, you know, so keep up the good work
2: as, as long as Bambi is starring The Rock as Bambi like, <laughs> I'm in
1: yeah. no, it's gotta be Kevin Hart as Bambi <laughs> no, he's Kevin a- Hart is Feline. oh man <laughs>
2: <laughs> or, or Flower actually, Kevin Hart
1: is Flower yeah. and Bumper no, thumper 100%. 100% he's thumper
0: I like it I like it
2: I love the rock there there was a skit on SNL where uh the rock was Bambi and it was like an action film but it was called like uh Bambi uh Hunting Season and it's just oh, like fucking the the rock like jacked with like a he had a gun and his he, he has like the antlers it's fucking great <laughs>
1: I'll show you what happens when somebody takes your mom
0: <laughs> so minority kill count uh, that's a big old zero so the number is still 407 in a Tito turtle In a house and a plane full of vampires so does anybody have anything else to say about Winnie the Pooh blood and honey before we get out of here
1: go watch it it's, it's so good it. it really is worth it
0: yeah, I'd give it a shot. It's- I'm
1: not ashamed to say that this has rewatchability.
0: Yeah, I like it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So with that, that is the end of this episode. If you have any other cool fun facts about different ways of eating honey, you just rub it on your face or put it by your lips. You can text Katie at
2: Allentown Pod. We've emailed it. Allentownpresents at gmail.com. We
0: have a Facebook app.
2: Allentown Presents.
0: So this was episode 23 in the pocket in the books out of sight. We have eight more episodes to go. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm very excited for the Halloween episode. The last one we have is gonna be banging. Boy howdy, I'm, I'm very pumped for it. So the music you're listening to right now that is flipping the combined effort, flip in the CE. Anywhere you can find them. The studio beats us. Thank you so much for the artwork. So for Katie, for Emma, Micah. Sleepy old Bella just trying to find her way to the keyboard so she can fuck up the computer. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back tomorrow with another scary film. Okay, bye guys. Bye.
1: Suits.